to the Seven Figure Box Show. My name is Andrew Frezza, and in today's episode, I'm gonna answer a question that I got from a coach friend of mine who asked me if PT was essential to the financial side of running a gym. And if you guys have any questions like this, feel free to shoot them over. You can shoot me an email at andrew at fittown.com. And if it's something that I think has a more detailed or nuanced answer, I'll definitely answer it on the podcast in addition to replying directly back to you through email. Um, but again, the question was, is, is PT uh, vital or integral to the financial side of running a gym? And my short answer with that is no. Um, there's plenty of examples out there where personal training is not necessary to the financial side of running a gym. Um, so I wanna talk about the little different nuances of this argument. I wanna give you guys some examples of what gyms out there are successful without it. And um, I wanna talk about how you may want to think about structuring your gym with or without PT as well. So first and foremost, you don't need PT to be successful. And there's plenty of examples like your Orange Theories out there, your Barry, Barry's Boot Camps, your Soul Cycles, your yoga studios. Most of these places don't really do a whole lot of PT yet have very successful models. And you know when you think about this, this more cookie cutter, let's call it model, um, it, it, it's, it's very hard for them to find really good high quality coaches um, the way some of us as gym owners might think about high quality coaches. And it's not that the coaches at these facilities are bad, but if you think about the amount of coaching that's required to sort of execute a group class without a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching versus to provide value in a PT setting, a PT is gonna expose a lot of these coaches out there. So a lot of these more cookie cutter or mass models, these franchise models, are gonna rely on having group classes as their bread and butter, because you don't, you can get away with, you can kind of squeak by with not having quite as much technical knowledge or technical coaching skills. You can be more of a group manager and a cheerleader in that sense, and still run a very successful group class. There's also CrossFit gyms out there that are, are doing more of this group class model or have done it for years. Uh, NC Fit, um, owned by Jason Kalipa, has always been very traditionally a group class-based gym. And the little PT they have done at their gym, they've always offered their coaches, I think at one point they offered their coaches 100% of what was paid went directly to the coach. So if someone paid $75 for a session, that coach would get 75 of those $75 and the gym would even make a cut. And then I know there's been other times where I think they've done 80-20 on their split and just now they're getting into taking a little bit more of a cut so PT can be a profitable revenue source for them. But even when they were doing it in the past, if they're not taking a cut, then it's basically like they don't have it at all. Um, CrossFit New England is another example of this that has been a very group class centric gym. And I know they do, um, or at least have done in the past, like a two session, one-on-one -on -one fundamentals, um, but I'm pretty sure it's at the price of their first month, so they just kind of lump it in, and they don't really do much PT outside of it, and they're kind of in a similar mindset to Kalipa, where even when I think they did have it, they were again doing like an 80-20 split or a 70-30 split, so even if their coaches were doing a decent amount of PT, it's not like the gym would get a huge cut of that. So these are gyms, these are all examples of gyms that are primarily group class-based, and I think it's really important to understand like what is your gym? Is your gym a group class gym or is it a personal training gym, right? And chances are it's gonna fall in closer to one or the other. You might do a little bit of both, but what, 
primarily do you do to succeed, to make money? What is your bread and butter? What is your core service? And most of the gyms that are listening to this are probably more of that group class-based gym. So my advice to you, if you are a group class-based gym, then you should be able to succeed financially without any PT. You should still likely have some, or, or there's an argument to consider having some, but your numbers need to work out where you can survive just on your group classes alone. That's really important. And a lot of that's gonna come down to what are you charging for those group classes? So when you look at all those other gyms that I mentioned, right? Orange Theories, Berries, Soul Cycles, uh, Ben Bergeron's gym, Jason Kalipa's gym, all those gyms charge a good amount for their group prices. I know Kalipa's gym and, and Bergeron's gym have been well over $200 for their unlimited memberships for a while now, for years. Um, and a lot of gyms that are listening to this are still battling to get into that 150 range or maybe even a little bit higher. So you gotta, you gotta look at your price per class, right? What is someone paying per class to be at your facility? An easy way to do that is to look at your attendance numbers for the last month and take what, you know, I have to do this for everybody, take five individuals, see what they're paying, divide it by the number of attendances that they have and see what they're paying on a per class basis. We did this math years ago and we found that some of our members were paying us like three, four, five dollars per class because they were grandfathered into rates. And they would come 25, 30 times a month. They'd come every single day, sometimes twice a day, and they were paying a, you know, paying four or five dollars a class. And even if you have a class of 15, 20, 25 people, it just becomes very unsustainable um, to, to do that. And you're 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 not gonna make a profit on that. You're not gonna be able to make the business succeed long-term. So it really comes down to price point. And that's why honestly, like today, I love when an Orange Theory comes near us because I know they're charging a good price. The, the people that I get more upset by is when you know a random CrossFit gym shows up and they're not charging enough because it gives the market a false sense of what someone can really charge and be successful as a gym owner and you have a lot of these gyms that show up for three, four, five years, they break even or just lose money or, or the coaches have to have a second job and then you know they're gone a few years later and um, a lot of people think, well, it's, you know, that gym wasn't as good, they weren't as successful. But a lot of times it just comes down to price point. So if you're in a group class facility, you gotta be able to uh, support your business, support yourself, support your coaches just based on your group classes alone. And when we think about our gym, we are a group class-based facility. So we've done a lot more PT over the years. We started to add individualized programming, mainly around injury prevention and things like that. But we think of ourselves as a group class facility. And when it comes to PT, that's a bonus for us. That's a bonus in revenue. And honestly, our mindset on it is not even necessarily it's a bonus in revenue for the business, although it is but it's more about how can we create careers for our coaches. And I think that that's where PT becomes the biggest selling point for a micro gym is how do you actually create career opportunities for your coaches? And PT is one of those things that allows coaches to hopefully make a higher per hour rate. And in addition to that, it's a change of pace from the group classes, right? So in theory, even if you could pay your coaches 40, $50 a session for your group classes, and they could do four or five, six of those in a day, that would be awesome. That would give them a, good, a great uh, a wage there. But the problem is they tend to still get burnt out doing that many group classes in a row or in a given day, especially if it's the same workout over and over again. 
So where PT really comes in is allowing people to have that change of pace, allowing coaches to try new things, allowing coaches to dive deeper, to take something they're learning outside the gym, um, you know, coaches development and, and bring that in and try that with a client. And I think that that renewed sense of energy that, that someone can get by doing PT and one-on-one sessions is really the biggest value with that. So, you know, when we're trying to build out career coaches, a lot of times we're looking at how can we get a coach to coach two to three classes a day, two to three PT sessions a day, in addition to having some type of administrative work, office work, programming, nutrition coaching, something that's gonna provide another change of pace because we all know that if you give your full effort to a group class, it takes a lot out of you and it's really hard to do that over and over and over again without it getting boring or monotonous or just kind of losing your edge as a coach and not giving as much value to those gym members. The last thing I'll wrap up with here is the discussion of PT for onboarding, which is kind of a whole separate discussion in and of itself. So I won't really go into it too much here, um, but I will just say that we love PT as an onboarding method, not necessarily because I think you can get someone uh, proficient enough in movements in three sessions to really make a dent in anything, although I think you can really help them get the right mindset, learn how to scale and modify appropriately, learn the lingo so they're up to speed with kind of the class flow and the community. I think all those things are more important, but um, we do like PT for onboarding, but I just think it's a different discussion here. So really when you guys are thinking about the importance of PT to the financial side of your gym, you wanna think of the standalone service, not necessarily the onboarding side of things, unless just that's that's something you wanna build into your business model. Um, and you know that's up to you to be really creative with that. But for most of the business models that I see out there, you want to uh, make your business successful on the group classes alone. PT becomes a nice little financial bonus, but it's primarily a career benefit and a benef financial benefit to your coaches more so than the business, um, and that's how we look at it. So hopefully this is helpful. If you guys have any questions, again, maybe it's this topic, maybe it's a topic you want me to address on the podcast, shoot me an email at andrew at fittown.com, and I'll talk to you soon.